If you're ever in a grocery store or some type of public setting and then someone like has to walk by you and they, they want to say, excuse me, but they whisper like, excuse me. I always wonder why they whisper it because they're right next to me. So I don't know why you're whispering, excuse me. I'd rather you just say, excuse me instead. Anyways, uh, enough of that. What's up, guys? Welcome back. Uh, sponsors for today's podcast, Imam Box. These dudes make and curate awesome subscription boxes, snacks, gear, apparel, drinks, and at like over double the value of what you pay monthly right to your door, though. It's awesome. It's cool to get. You're like, oh, sweet. My Imam Box came in. I wonder what they have in there. And then you just end up ripping it open and getting all kinds of cool stuff in there. Go to Imam Box. That's E-M-O-M box.com. Use the promo code Alpha Brew. You'll save 15%. My friends at Nova 3 are also sponsoring this episode. They make some of the highest quality supplements I've come across. I use their Max Adrenal and their Max Sleep Daily. They both help me just sleep better, recover better, help me deal with all the stresses of life. And now I'm actually like... I just finished up a bottle of Max Capacity, which is like their VO2 Max, like Cordyceps supplement. I need to get more of that. And I've been on the Max Perform, which is really winning me over as well. If you guys go to Nova3Labs.com, Nova, then the number 3Labs.com, use the promo code AlphaBrew and you will save yourself 15% off their awesome stuff as well. Element 26, I actually use, I, I used everything today. I used their belt today, their lifting belt, because it was a workout that had uh, double unders and then like 12 back squats at a fairly heavy weight uh, for the amount of reps. And then right into, I did ring depths because I don't want to do handstand pushups because it always cranks my neck a little bit if I'm not mobilizing. And then I did bar, what was it, burpee box jump overs for the remaining time. But uh, that belt just, you know, adjusts, tightens, and loosens really quick. They have really good hand grips too. And it's all stuff that's really affordable because I'm not an Olympian and I'm not going to the CrossFit Games. So I don't need to be dropping like $8 on hand grips and like 100 bucks on a lifting belt. So if you go to element26.com, use the promo code AlphaBrew and you will save 20% off their awesome gear. Truest Temp. Speaking of which, that's today's episode. Today's episode is the everything you want to know about CBD because it is a hot topic. It's growing in the mainstream, yet it's still, still gravely misunderstood. And we interview Nick Britt, who is the owner of Truest Hemp, which is what we use in our CBD coffee. And we go over everything you would want to know about CBD. We nerd out over CBD. But they are a sponsor of the podcast. And if you go to Alpha Brew, you will save 25% plus, I believe, free shipping on that. So, you know, without further ado, here is Nick and I ranting about cbd good rounds good rounds yeah guys this episode i have nick Britt of truest you truestu.com is one of our podcast sponsors but they make fantastic cbd products and i'm probably dm'd or asked in person daily fucking 10 times a week about cbd what is it oh hi oscar i have a dog just jump up on me what's up bud um you want to say hi Thanks, bud. Um, you gonna sit? No. You gonna stare at me? 
You were barking at me earlier. <laughs> Here, sit. Sit. Nice. Sit. Thank you, bud. Anyways, now that I have a pug. <laughs> um, where the fuck was I? We were talking about people constantly DM and text me, um, just asking about CBD. Does it does does, does your stuff have THC? Will I pop hot on a on a piss test? All that stuff. So a CBD episode, an entire episode just about CBD Perfect. and other cannabinoids. Now you have a du- <laughs> Anyways, Nick. Uh, Ricky, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. It's an honor for having uh, Oscar and I on the show today. Don't trip, um, buddy. Do not hit the record button. Thank you. What the hell is CBD? Uh, I get asked CBD questions a lot. Uh, more specifically, what are cannabinoids? Yep. CBD is the most popular of a group of cannabinoids, which are chemicals that work inside your body to affect a system in your body called the endocannabinoid system. So, I guess to break this down more, your brain already has a system to process CBD or other cannabinoids. Exactly. Your body actually produces cannabinoids. And for, then, for what purpose? Um, so, just like it produces hormones or neurotransmitters or other types of chemicals to control other different functions of the body, um, for example, digestion. Uh, you eat something, your body senses that that thing had, say, fat or protein or et cetera in it. Your pancreas is then going to secrete essentially liquids or hormones or whatever chemicals that are going to make your body do something, which is going to be secrete other things and enzymes and acids to break that fat or protein down, etc. You have endocannabinoids that are oils that are secreted all throughout your body, not just in your brain. And it makes your other body systems do different things. And in this case, basically function optimally. Okay. Yeah, I think for a lot of people, man, it's just so foreign. Um, and you hear like the word cannabis, and then you hear cannabinoids, and obviously like yeah, CBD similar. is yeah, it's blowing up in our world of like health and fitness. But for a lot of people who don't have any idea, there's like a lot of mysticism around that. So I guess it's good for people to hear and to know that like one, your body produces cannabinoids. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's not natural. Some, it's not like a foreign drug or a foreign substance that your body won't know what anything to do with it and we don't know what like the long-term uh health consequences or risks are it's like no 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 no. like dude your body is used to it has receptors to take that stuff in your body produces cannabinoids right mm-hmm. um i guess in terms of cbd or other related cannabinoids um in the cannabinoid system what are some popular things that our body does or uses that for? Like, what does it control? What does it surround? Like appetite. Um, I think another one is like pain, right? For CBD specifically. Um, appetite's a good one to go into because specifically the one cannabinoid THC is the main one that causes appetite. Okay, And that's, I would say it's biggest benefit um it helps a lot with appetite whereas the other cannabinoids cbd cbg cbc especially cbn um, those are the ones that you actually attribute more the medical benefits around Um, and what are people using it for i kind of what you were saying back before we started the show with the u.s patent the u.s government patented a hemp product that was meant for anxiety inflammation reduction and pain 
So a lot of people also attribute sleep attributes to CBD, but that's actually a little bit of a misconception. Um, the people who get benefit benefited from using cannabinoids um, and f f with respect to sleep are the people that have ruminating thoughts or they lay awake and can't turn their brain off or they worry. Gotcha. So by actually helping that anxiety, you're helping them sleep, but that's not truly insomnia. So the three main things that were patented were anxiety, inflammation reduction, and pain. Wow. Um, and I guess you brought up a bunch of different cannabinoids, so it's not just it's not just about CBD, right? There's no. a lot more than CBD. And I, I think for people, maybe can we, I guess let's establish some base vocabulary as well. Um, so there's some more education from this conversation going on. What is the difference between full spectrum, uh, isolate, distillate? I guess start with those three. Sure. Um, and there's what do those words mean and there's what do those words mean today or what did they mean last week because okay. it's an ever-changing market and due to marketing a lot of people are redefining what these words are meaning uh, okay. um, so full spectrum originally meant was the idea of having more than one cannabinoid synergize so the more the better in a sense um, that got bastardized and became the idea that cbd <coughs> Um, CBD became the cool kid on the block and that's what people wrap their head around being the one thing in the hemp plant that is medically beneficial because it's that's a common thing with in, in pharmaceuticals it's one active ingredient in a plant is what makes the plant so well gotcha. versus in more eastern medicine or other schools of thought um, the plant has tons of things that all work together gotcha. so in this idea the full spectrum effect or the honorage effect uh, is having multiple cannabinoids CBD, CBG, CBN um, working together and synergizing. Um, that got turned into this idea that only CBD and THC, you need them both in a product, and that couldn't be any more wrong. Is that, is the industry, because I remember when, yeah, when CBD first came out, it was, like you said, it was only about CBD as, a, as opposed to that Eastern, like the Eastern thought of probably like what's referred to now as whole plant, mm -hmm. right? Is that, is the industry swinging back toward full spectrum or a whole plant uh, benefit or whole plant delivery? Um, only because it's it, it, anything with uh, in our area and business um, in capitalism, it's going to be what's cheapest. And unfortunately, that's what the industry is doing. If it's cheapest uh. to make it full spectrum and not modify it past that because modifying it would be more money. Yeah. So then they won't modify it. Then the story will be that THC is good. But if you want to remove the THC and that costs more money, it's they're going to basically confuse the issues. But if you're talking more on a scientific medical benefit, um, having a full spectrum is good, but there is room to modify it. So it isn't fully whole plant because you – that whole plant would be saying nature knows best, gotcha. but in this, you actually can modify nature a little bit to amplify its effects. So, so it's, there's things you can do to hemp oil that are beneficial. Gotcha. It's just most people don't do it and no marketing wise companies, most of them are not doing it. So the, the best world would almost be a hybrid of both, both. where you are using, you are actually nature increasing and science. certain cannabinoids or properties in mm -hmm. hemp 
that are most beneficial. Yeah, you're removing things. Like it'd be like whole plant, taking it, mushing it all up, and then drinking it. Yes, that's very natural. But I don't need that much fiber. I don't need that much chlorophyll. I don't need the other components of the plant. Okay. I just want the oils and the essences. And from there, you can modify them further because, um, as a lot of people know, cannabis has different effects. It can um, make you people call it a body high or a head high yeah. uh, that's for marijuana users um, but in the hemp industry there are two, there is a spectrum of abilities that a hemp oil can cause um, so you can have one that's very uplifting and then you have other ones that are more relaxing okay um, so it's a spectrum and that has everything to do with the other compounds in the hemp oil besides the cannabinoids so then what is what is a, a, a distillate versus an isolate um, so an isolate's also very easy to make, and that's why the majority of products on the market are isolate. So that's just taking hemp and taking one thing out of it, and gotcha. that, that being CBD. So by only removing one thing and targeting one thing, it's very easy to do um, versus if you just extracted everything, you're left with, again, a full spectrum, but that has a lot of THC in it. And that's where this all hinges on. It's you don't want the THC. You do want CBD, but that's not everything. You want the other cannabinoids too. So how do you get them? So it's a mix of both then where it's marketing and all the hype around CBD maybe drives companies to make, to sell isolates, but isolates are also for say, them the lowest cost point. I would put it point. this way. It, well, it's because it's a confusing story because what they can claim is CBD is good for you, which it is. Yeah. But relative to having all the cannabinoids together, it's one to a hundred so having just cbd versus having them all working together is so much more beneficial that relative to just pure cbd i would say it's not beneficial so just an isolate is not as beneficial as as beneficial as having other even just a touch of the other cannabinoids really okay um and then what is a distillate um, well, there's the distillation process. So basically, there's different ways to um, extract your hemp. Okay. So you can extract it with CO2. Uh, other people use solvents. Um, there's different ways to extract the actual oils off of the plant matter, and distillation is one of them. So it's simply just it's referring to the, the extraction process. Mm-hmm. It's a step in the process. Your stuff, does it say super, what's the term that's on the box? Super critical CO2 extracted. Yeah, what what the hell is that? <laughs> so it's a, a fancy way of saying uh, shoving a bunch of hemp into a tube. Okay. Freezing, putting, freezing, basically freezing that tube and then letting all the oils basically turn to snow and fall off of the plant and then collect <laughs> the snow, let it melt, and then that's CBD oil or hemp oil. What it, What are the benefits of that versus like a distillation kind of alcohol-based or – other extraction purposes. Um, What's your step approach of the on that? process has a certain purpose, but this is just the first step where you're getting it off of the plant matter, wow. um, getting away from the sticks and the stems and whatnot. What would another process be for extraction like that? Um, some people do an olive oil extraction where you soak it in olive oil and leave it in the sun. Okay. Uh, you could use a strong alcohol extraction um, where you would freeze the plant matter as well as the alcohol. And then you would um, wash the plant matter for 30 seconds to a minute, pour it off, and most of the uh, fat-soluble oils will be 
absorbed into the strong alcohol. That's another method. Um, there's worse methods like using butane or hexane or different oh, wow. solvents, but that's more black market stuff people okay. do. Uh, that's why, again, that's why they're pushing for f- um, having everything given through distributors, um, uh, dispensaries and whatnot for medical marijuana. Which is a good idea, so that way it can be regulated. Yep. Um, but more importantly, the just the idea that there's more than just medical marijuana. People still think that you need a medical card from your doctor to buy hemp oil, whereas literally it's as simple as buying it online because hemp oil is not the same thing as marijuana. You okay. mentioned before cannabis, but we never delved into it, maybe for the newbies. Um, but cannabis is the family of plants that hemp and marijuana both are from. Um, so it's as if they used to be the same plant. And just as dogs get bred to have shorter and shorter legs, the marijuana plant was grown to have larger and larger or, uh, ovaries. And that's where the THC is produced. Um, and then the hemp plant, the cannabis plant, was bred to have thicker and thicker stalk. And that's where more of the cannabinoids lie. And by actually naturally selecting the plants to be so drastically different, they eventually are now considered two separate plants. I did, yeah, I did not know that because I will see people, companies, pages talk about like uh, CBD from cannabis. I'm like, mm, like I thought federally it's always supposed to be, you know, it was supposed to be from hemp, but they are the same. They were just bred differently. They off, they pre- yeah. One, yeah, one was changed through agricultural means, the yes. hemp, and then horticulturally, the okay. they used natural selection to change the marijuana plant. Wow, yeah, that's very good to know. Um, but that gets into an interesting thing because some are arguing now that the that's unnatural and it what we're finding now of cases of psychosis because uh this has never been seen of having like pure thc oils before yeah a plant has never grown that before yeah so now that we're seeing a lot of people vaping thc in their vape pens 100 percent thc yeah. or maybe 80 yep. whatever and very little amounts or no amounts of cbd in there or any other cannabinoids you're seeing uh, a lot of issues some people it causes them to throw up yep. uh causes them to cough or different GERD issues, a bunch of issues. Um, but that's how the cannabinoids work. The other cannabinoids can actually rip THC off of the receptor sites. So interesting enough, hemp oil is the cure, not the cure, but if you are too high from THC yeah, that's what and I've having heard. a panic attack or a psychotic episode. Yeah, like CBD counteracts that. Yeah, people will try to use uh, hemp to help that hemp oils. And I guess well, that also feeds into what you were talking about earlier, like... <laughs> I know like it's been on a few like bigger podcasts recently too, or like Rogan had somebody on, they talked about that. We're like, yeah, the high strain of THC now when naturally it would be a better, at least a more even balance of THC CBD. Like that is, is a lot less occurring because now obviously people just want high THC strains sometimes. And they're like vaping or dabbing massive amounts of really high TH or straight THC or just high THC strains of like marijuana. Mm-hmm. And like, dude, that's like unheard of. It's unprecedented. Right. So we don't, it's and obviously everyone's different so that level of of psychosis that you know they used to talk about right like that the propaganda of uh like marijuana crazy or something like that um, yeah the only fear of marijuana use back in the day um of normal strains or using just flour would be latent psychosis if yeah. it ran in your family and you're right on the border yeah so if you never were a habitual pot smoker you wouldn't 
tend towards it, but if you did, then you would. That was the fear. That was a fear. Now yeah. this is just people who smoked vape pens for five, six, seven years are starting to have crazy changes. Yeah, I guess that's been like I, I guess you know recently it was like, well, listen, you know, when you look at the math, the rate of um of a psychotic episode and the rate of marijuana that kind of got it almost looked like it got busted because just it kind of went up with the population increase. Mm. But then now, like you're talking about like, oh, no, wait, like, you know, for some people um, that actually could happen. But CBD actually is like the course of action to calm someone down who maybe took too much THC. Right. Yep. Um, and then I know people like you said, CBD will help people with ruminating thoughts in their sleep. Like I I use CBD before sleep and i feel like people are like oh see it doesn't it doesn't get you high like thc does but it i mean i the vape product that you have like it relaxes me pretty quickly Mm -hmm. and i feel great and i'm tracking it now with like hrv to see how much more my score goes up because i do feel recovered i feel i sleep at a higher quality i sleep better i wake up i'm less groggy and i know there was like at least a few studies that showed like cbd can literally help kind of offset the sleep deprivation mm. um and i think i posted about that in our in our like feed a while back was that it basically helped through like genetic pathways to almost kind of compensate a little bit it helped the wakefulness it increased the wakefulness of people who were sleep deprived mm. as opposed to not having it it's interesting because you take hemp throughout the day, so you take it in the morning and again that's, at night. Some people right. take you it three or that. four times. Yeah, um, we're, like we're supposed to take it morning and night, ideally. And it does it does eventually build up in your system, which is a good thing. Yeah. Um, so what's interesting is with sleep, and I always come back to this with cannabinoids in general. They let your brain go longer without oxygen. Really. So, um, with concussions, that's a good thing because all the swelling and edema post hit and yeah. the coup counter coup, uh, you get a lot of. Um, ischemia so you're going to get a lot of lack of oxygen and that is what causes damage in a concussion okay so having cannabinoids in your system at the time lets you go longer without oxygen yep so my question now with is why is it helps you with recover muscle recovery is taking your muscles all the blood fatiguing them no more air in the blood circulation yep. and I, if it, in a sense you could think of your muscles going through a mini like hypoxia every workout yeah so having cannabinoids in your system allows that to take less damage whereas you still get the hypertrophy that you were looking for so it's it's nice so i think that's why we're seeing such high scores on the monitoring systems like you were mentioning like whoop and uh ard uh hrv just i'm right now i'm using weltory which is an app you can literally use it monitors through the phone camera and the light Okay. Pretty crazy. But I, yeah, I mean, I know people whose HRV scores have jumped up. But dude, dude, back to the brain one, like that has been the biggest benefit for people that I know in the military community is that they're, they're using CBD to help TBI has been like tremendous. Oh, yeah. And it like, I think we're finally getting to the push where active duty members um, hopefully soon are going to be able to use that. Um but that's been like some of the biggest benefit, I guess, is for guys in our community because we have a lot of followers who are like military, prior military. You know, TBI is is fairly common in our generation, and they're you know the people who are using it, uh, regardless of what DoD states, um, have reported like their their TBI is just so much better because of it. Um, 
and then now obviously especially like the fitness realm like in crossfit or functional fitness yeah they're like that stuff's exploding where i mean obviously that's your industry you've the benefits of recovery are like are massive oh yeah um but other what are some other things that people aren't necessarily aware of with cbd because it's like you said earlier it's not just cannabidiol what are some other things that people should be probably looking for in a cbd product like what should, like oh like it's not just about cbd like isolate is probably not your best your best choice or go to um what other like terpenes what other cannabinoids should they be looking at um so terpenes for sure are interesting um and what the what the hell's a terpene yeah so a terpene are those <laughs> those other chemicals i mentioned before that will make your cannabis um, whether it be hemp or marijuana, do different effects. Okay. So you, the cannabinoids are the things that are causing the anti-inflammatory properties and working with your endocannabinoid system. But the things pulling the strings behind that, kind of the puppet master behind them, are terpenes, which are smaller molecules that naturally occur in plants. Um, so you can have, there's hundreds of terpenes, but you can have any number of them, um, 20 or so in the cannabis family. And of those terpenes, some of them calm you down, some of them cause that agitation like THC does. Um, others do different things, but you can have a profile or a family of terpenes, and that causes an overall effect of the product. So wow. it's, in, it's important to note what you're looking for in a product. Um, so, And again, there's taking the raw, natural, whole plant, which you're kind of stuck with what you got. Yeah. Or you can actually modify the terpenes like we, we choose to do. It's mm -hmm. basically taking out the ones that agitate and counteract the ones that are calming. So you get an overall more fully one-sided, calming, uplifting. You can more specifically decide what your product does gotcha. as opposed to being held by the mercy of like randomness, chaotic terpenes. Okay. What is, what do you guys aim for? Uh, everything's really based around calm because okay. we found pain. Yes, it does help if you're again, right on the threshold of some sort of inflammatory issue. Yep. Um, and that's causing you to have pain. Um, then for sure, hemp's going to be used for that. Um, but anxiety is one of the biggest reliefs to people's lives. Yeah. Um, just going on, starting to take it and just allowing to just calm down and have the anxiety just melt away so i think that's the biggest benefit even over pain because well yes most people have pain um we i think we all learn to deal with our aches and pains and whatnot yep. um it's great with athletes muscle recovery but again anxiety i think is the best thing for him i mean anxiety almost it i would say anxiety is pain anxiety is pain that like a lot of us don't even realize that we have or are aware of right it's making me cry yeah <laughs> it's like that's a stress on the body man like i tell people like my go-to is like your cbd products and the stuff that nova 3 makes because if my body can now be better equipped through cbd and the other supplements to help deal with like stress and anxiety is very much a stress then i mean my body is less inflamed going through less of a burden less stress um but do we the first time we ever got linked up uh i think we did i was using i forget what company it was but they were like a well-reputed company at the time for cbd and i bought their cream because like i have like 400 discs and i used their cbd uh topical and it was awesome it, you know like the beeswax coconut oil type mix and it was great it helped it just helped the uh recovery process so much better and then i think paul hooked us up with you guys 
and I used it. I was like, oh, this literally has 10 times the amount mm-hmm. of active ingredient that the other company did in a smaller tin. So it was mm-hmm. just so much stronger. So then we ordered it for the gym. And my, you know, at the time my gym was like, still is, but like it was a very high performing CrossFit gym, regionals, athletes, games, athletes, several nationally ranked weightlifters. And we bought it and the feedback was like outstanding. There was like, oh, yeah, I, I tweaked, I had tweaked my back like the day prior. And I put it on like just kind of before sort of working out. I didn't expect really anything. Mm-hmm. And even like 30 minutes later, it was like significantly reduced that quick. But even you were saying, I guess a better application for that is for recovery, yep. just for recovery, not, night, even for, yep. not even for like right an after act. the workout, really. Yeah. So it's you work out hard and then put it on after the workout. And just that just helps the inflammation yeah. of recovery. That's the thing. It's per, hemp is preventative. If you had it in your system when you got a concussion, yes. it would prevent the damage. But it's also will help with the recovery. So you can use it preventatively or recover. Wow. Um, so, yeah, some people use it right after the workout is where we mostly see our athletes using it. Yeah. And you guys, I think the biggest, one of the, the biggest question I get is, will this make me pop hot on your analysis or a piss test? How much THC is in there? How much can I take before I would? And I always have to tell them, um, dude, everyone's different with full spectrum. It's supposed to be what, 0.3% federally? Mm-hmm. Or less. Yeah, it's the natural occurring amount in hemp that's allowed, yep. acceptable. Um, that's actually kind of the legal definite, not the legal, but the what we're yeah, what we're seeing is the legal definition of industrial hemp is things less than that. Yep. And then what they're calling marijuana is things more than that. Gotcha. So that's kind of like to sum it all up, getting rid of the scientific and the how everyone else talks about it. Yeah. That's how the, the uh, that's how law is looking at it. So yep. less than point three. Um that's that's um dude, I was actually well, years ago when we were looking at like UN drug treaties for a class I was doing in college. Um, at the time, they actually pulled that from the UN Drug Treaty of like 62, the 0.3%. Really? That's what they got it from. Oh, yeah. wow. But you guys have a different approach because you guys, correct me if I'm wrong, you take, you take, you know, you modify to have higher portions of different cannabinoids and terpenes, but you filter out the THC afterward. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's the one thing we decide to actually modify. Um, so we remove out the terpenes that we're deciding cause too much agitation and include it with agitation, we think cannabinoids should not even classify THC as a cannabinoid. I think THC is a different molecule that acts differently and should be classified differently um, because it binds to receptor sites that other cannabinoids don't. It causes agitation, paranoia. Um, So we decide to remove even that 0.3 amount. Um, So even the naturally occurring amount that's acceptable, we remove that, whereas other companies claim they're THC-free without removing that. Very interesting. So even if they remove the THC, they're not removing some other terpenes that cause some of the same. Agi- uh, sorry, no, no, no. Okay. Uh, some companies that take a natural hemp extraction yep. and it's at like 0.2 or 0.3, they'll call that THC free. Oh, really? Yeah. They are interpreting being allowed to call it industrial hemp as being allowed to call it THC free. Whereas other companies are at least just using isolate. Not that that's a good thing, yep. which is THC free. Gotcha. So you'll see the majority of companies will say we have a THC free cbd product because yes that's all you have is cbd you have nothing else of course it's not thc free of course it's thc free it's nothing but cbd isolate 
That's the majority of products on the shelf. But you're saying other companies won't even have an isolate and they'll call it THC free. That's the and worst it case scenario. It's a full spectrum product, which is the uh, two ways that, that are very easy to extract hemp. Turn it into a full spectrum that has the THC in it yep. or turn it into an isolate that's just CBD. Both of those products have issues. Whereas if you start with a full spectrum and then just remove the THC, yep. that's what you want. But so, but there are some there companies are, out there. Unfortunately, that's the worst and that's case why, scenario. Dude, that's why DOD doesn't fucking want people using CBD because a company's doing that exactly. shit. Exactly. And also managing, um, unfortunately, man, look at a school. Uh, if you allow a hundred percent CBD or, or sorry, yeah, like cannabinoid products, you're going to get the abusers that are going to yeah. be smoking THC. Of course. And lying to their teachers or whatever. Gotcha. Wow. So um, you, you don't even I, I I was under the impression that you just removed the THC just to be like, we're just not going to have it because it's it's more appealing to the public, probably. And for people who do get drug tested, but it's also a performance standpoint as well. Or it's, it's a, less appealing to the public because it makes the product more um more expensive unfortunately because it's another yeah it's another step on top of you could have just left it in there okay so the extra step makes it less appealing unfortunately but where it makes it less appealing because of the price it makes it more expensive so it's mostly only appealing for people that are worried about drug testing yeah and that's because um we're really not sure when you will pop blue on a drug test or how they say Uh, we're not sure the levels of thc before you fail a drug test so we uh, like to hedge our bets and we remove it yeah but it's not even so i always thought it was purely because of that but you're saying obviously removing the thc still has some benefits as well uh, taking it all the way out helps because there's less agitation. There's less. Basically, I don't see a use for THC unless you're talking about appetite. Gotcha. If someone has lost their appetite due to chemotherapy or something along those lines, 100% okay. go for it. Use THC. Most people will say THC is a vital part of how hemp works. Um or how marijuana works or when people are trying to fight cancer and those such things. Uh, any of that. Uh, research is not out. This is still in its infancy. Of course, so yeah. anything like that, you're not using any of these products to treat anything like that. You're going to your doctor. Even if you want to add this on in addition because you heard it might work for something, you still go and get your doctor's permission and say, hey, I'm thinking about using this. What do you think? Um, they'll give their opinion or you can do more research. Every company should have their certificates announced on their website showing what's in everything. Um, but I got to imagine most are most doctors even really saying yeah take that stuff because it's not in their it's not in their they're like sops for practicing medicine right like so what what um, purpose what are they are they comfortable i don't know if you know this are they comfortable enough saying like yeah take that cbd i think three years ago jefferson started teaching an endocannabinoid system so they'd still be in school at the time and or they just graduated the people who, so maybe new doctors new were. doctors are taking classes on the endocannabinoid system yeah. but um most doctors will give you an opinion they can't give you a recommendation per se yeah, um, but yeah. they'll basically tell you to go do your homework okay. um, and what that means is basically knowing exactly what's in the bottle you're taking yeah i just i just never go to the, the doctor I, I just always imagine like because you know i think we put way too much trust in medical doctors for everything it's like dude they're there to like take sedentary the sedentary population who is sick and bring them back to whatever quote unquote normal is like just not really sick. Right. But like, I'm not going to, I, I'm not going to ask a medical doctor for nutrition or fitness advice because they're medical doctors. Like, to be honest, like 
you should go to maybe like a nutritionist or, you know, someone who's actually trained in that. So when I, when I think like dietitian, yeah, like I, people want to, you know, it's kind of like, it's too bad for the medical doctors because they're like now looked to for any matter of health. I just, I just imagined that a lot of doctors are just going to be like, no, like I'm not going to recommend that because of liability issues. It's not part of their standard practice. Yeah. Um, it's, um, there's a lot into this, but yeah, I see what you're saying seek dietitians help um i guess at the very least cbd is like there's not a lot of risk in cbd as opposed to like i want to try this new experimental medication to help with my process through chemo Um, right the only known side effect is uh to my as much as i'm aware is a nausea if you took like if you drank the whole bottle for example of course um but you'd also be sick from the the, poisons and the dose uh, (laughs) kind of thing well yeah but not again just nausea would be the only side effect i've ever even if you drank 10 bottles you would just be nauseous yeah Uh, there's no such thing as an overdose of cannabinoids again excluding thc i'm not including that um anymore it is i mean is because cbd is still found in i think it's found in foods too right like i I, I don't know if it's if they have cannabinoids, if some foods have cannabinoids or they have CBD, but like I think turmeric and uh, hibiscus, like I think they have cannabinoids naturally occurring in yep. them as well. Yeah, um, definitely. So it's not just like CBD is CBD or these cannabinoids from hemp are the only places to yeah, find like them. Terpenes also come from citrus fruits and stuff like that. Like okay. every every plant has terpenes. It's what yep. gives things its smells. And uh, yeah, cannabinoids are in other plants and stuff. Um, cannabinoids are just things that can affect your endocannabinoid system. That's how we classify yeah. cannabinoids. Yep. So they're in things like echinacea tea, which you take when you're sick because yeah, it helps your body get to homeostasis or balance. Yeah. I think people just need to hear that. Like it's not just this magical thing only found in hemp or like a cannabis plant or a marijuana plant. It's mm-hmm. no, no, no. Like it's fucking everywhere. Yeah, it's just hemp's the easiest to grow. It's literally a weed. Yeah. Yep. And I think you brought it up earlier, I guess, how can people try to determine the quality of a CBD or cannabinoid product? Um, I think it all comes back down literally any type of plant. Um, the integrity or the quality of the plant comes down to the soil it was grown in. If I grew corn in soil that was missing nutrients, it'll a, either not grow or it will grow and be lacking certain micronutrients, macronutrients. Um, it will be devoid of different minerals and micronutrients. So same with hemp. Um, hemp, you basically need your soil to A, be very micronutrient and mineral minerals and vitamin rich so that you can have A, a good crop. But the other thing is the, I guess the caveat is with hemp, hemp is like a, traps everything in it. It's fibrous. It's like a cell for everything that was in the soil it's now in your hemp plant okay so you could go to a toxic wasteland and they'll actually use hemp to try to rejuvenate the soil because it's so good at sucking things out so that's why it's very important you start with good quality soil because you're going to trap any pesticide or heavy metal that you start with into your plant but how i guess how can the consumer like we talked about it. Like, That's what I'm saying. Do your research, read up on your company. Oh, like read, really go that deep. Yeah, read where okay. they're, or like talk about their process, their plants, their COAs. All of that should be. And what's the COA? So, oh, the certificate of analysis. Okay. Um, 
So if you that's go, just like a lab report, right? Yep, it'll okay. show which cannabinoids, which terpenes, um, the amounts of everything. It'll show if you truly are THC free or not. Gotcha. I mean, I imagine. Can I imagine most companies were willing to provide that, or I don't. Uh, you would hope. I mean, it's very. Um, it's all kind of still the wild west in the market. Um, <laughs> would it? So if you're, I mean, you got to pay for that, right? You have to pay as a company to yes. get a COA. So if you're paying for it and your product came back favorable is it wrong to assume that most companies would publish it as um, proof no because they'll have it for liability but they okay. again they don't want to prove that their thc free cbd oil is just cbd they wouldn't want that to be known that it's just an isolate. Okay, so they wouldn't. Yeah, okay, never mind. I was, I was going to say, like, is it a good litmus test to see, well, if a company doesn't list that COA on the website, maybe stay away, but it's almost they're protecting themselves because of what they don't want to give away exactly what their product contains. I can see that, too, more of a proprietary uh, ratio. Um, there's, like, different ratios in the industry. Yeah. Um, but, no, I mean, it really should have a certificate of analysis and – most of the time it's hiding the fact that either a full spectrum product really has THC in it or that a THC free product does have T. So it all comes down to trying to hide a fact or they just, for some reason don't have, I can't imagine. Well, so, so then back to the question then, I mean, should a reliable company already be posting their COA on the website? Um, for the most part, that's kind of the newer trend where you're yeah. starting to see like it. transparency of, um, yeah. So, and then there's batches and then there's also you can do uh double double lab testing that's what we choose to do what is what's um, the difference so lab testing in hemp is still it's uh you could test something five times and get slightly different variations because the testing methods aren't perfect the technology you not could there send yet. your sample off to five different labs yep. and get oh, wow. like differences um so it's important to basically test it more than once at least so that you can develop a skew or see how far off they may be or may not be and yeah. then see if you need to investigate further or not how how often should a company test every batch that comes in or yep absolutely every okay. batch yeah i guess it depends on how how big a batch a company purchases at once would determine how often they're testing too though right so if they if they have a a COA that's like eight months old that might not necessarily be damning evidence because maybe they have bought like a giant batch at once. Um, yeah, they could have a giant batch because I mean, there's a two year shelf life. Um, oh, there is. Okay, so anything older than two years, maybe you're like, eh, what's up with this? <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. I guess like, what's a trying to provide methods for people to to be able to search out and hunt out whether mm -hmm. they're, whether on their research on a, a basis or a guideline as to what companies are probably coming across as very transparent and yep. honest. Yep. So maybe any, so would it be safe to say any COA older than two years is like, that's very suspect or. Uh, yeah. Two years would be suspect for sure. Okay. Um, unless it's sort of like more of a standard deviations. If batch to batch is insignificant, I could maybe see that. Okay. Um, but yeah, you just definitely see a COA. Um, and then two years old would be a bad red cool. flag. Is there any future. Uh, if you're, if you're like comfortable, if not, I mean, are there any future trends that you guys that you see in CBD or something that you're working on that you think is promising or like, what do you see any, do you see the industry of CBD shifting anywhere else? 
Uh, it's an interesting because uh, you'd have to consider either West Coast or East Coast. Really? Yeah. West Coast is what they call uh, the race to the bottom, where they're trying to make hemp the cheapest, like get CBD extracted in an isolate form as cheap as possible. You're talking about companies on the West Coast? Um, this or? is the West Coast. Yep. Wow, okay. So East Coast is more oriented in um, technology. You're starting a fucking CBD beef for now, aren't you? Yeah, I oh, am. Shit. I just threw the gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> the East Coast is more about technology and proper dosing and uh, reliability so that we can eventually get really quality testing done versus... Um, just getting the price down but with the price obviously to the bottom comes quality wow yeah okay damn that's a fucking bold statement um <laughs> so i guess wow kind of speechless so beyond that beyond that would be absorbability so okay. um just just, just improvements taking, in that or yeah just taking a uh, straight hemp oil um it can vary in absorbability from five all the way up to 35 percent absorbability do you guys still make a liposomal? Um, yep, yeah, we're still making a okay. liposomal. That makes it a water soluble, whole different, whole okay. different concept. That's that absorbability is up there, way up there. Um, okay, but that's very different. That's for more people that want to mix it into their shakes or like mix it into water and drink it. So they don't have to necessarily get liposomal to get the best results. Um, yeah, you could take enough of a sublingual hemp oil. Most hemp oils okay. are sublingual tinctures or under the tongue drops. Okay. Um, and it absorbs under your tongue, apparently into your bloodstream. How long should someone be holding that? About 30 seconds. Okay. Yep. Um, and then I guess what is liposomal? Can you explain that? A liposomal is a carrier. So basically if you picture, um, a glob of butter, okay. a, a sphere, and then you encode that with, uh, um, crescent rolls. So you're going to like <laughs> bake butter or baked brie. I guess that's a better analogy. Okay. Baked brie. So baked brie, you wrap crescent roll around brie. Yeah. So the brie would be hemp. And then the crescent roll would be um, the liposomal carrier. So what a carrier is interesting can be is because hemp is a fat soluble. It doesn't um, dissolve into water, but the carrier, the crescent roll can be. So a liposome is water soluble. So okay. you wrap it in the crescent roll, then it can dissolve into water. You're talking micro tiny particles, yeah, yeah. Um, but basically it makes a fat soluble substance water soluble. I'm not gonna lie, dude. I don't. I don't know if I've ever had a fucking a brie crescent roll. Is that what you called it? Baked brie. You never had baked brie. I think I've had baked brie, but not within a crescent roll. Isn't that what you cover around to make baked brie crescent roll? Oh, fuck. I don't think I've ever had baked brie. Then you should make I get it to live. I do enjoy brie. I enjoy soft cheeses. But you guys also, on a side note, you guys do also make completely unrelated to CBD. But you make like liposomal vitamin C, mm-hmm. resveratrol. That's been like it never really caught mainstream. But um, that stuff is like the absorption rate. Like it, you can only orally absorb so much vitamin C and then you get diarrhea, which is great because then you won't. It's like not very toxic to the body. Mm-hmm. But liposomal, right, allows you to absorb so much more through that delivery method. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, vitamin C. I mean, something going in through a liposome is going to rapidly diffuse. Yeah. Um, so you're going to get higher peaks and higher absorption concentration gradients. Yeah. Um, but yeah, getting high levels of vitamin C is good. People use it to try to uh, boost their immune system if yep. they're feeling sick or, uh, again, for muscle recovery after working out. Um, but yeah, so curcumin, reservatrol, those are the liposomal products uh, we started out with. Um, we kind of got away from that and more yeah. specialized into hemp products. Yeah. Um, I think the awareness around that stuff was just, it never really took off. And obviously CBD is like what's hot in the streets right now. So mm-hmm. probably. 
that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I mean, and again, we started as a cellular testing company. That's right. Yeah. Um, and look how far we are. We're so divergent from there. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's whatever people are, unfortunately, unfortunately, like fortunately now CBD is growing in the spotlight for, you know, like the new legality. But yeah, I think mean, cellular testing is still another thing. You know, it's like one of those, there's so many things out there that are amazing, but they just don't catch traction. Yep. Um, what else, man? Um, That's a good point. Uh, Cause I would say the last thing was curcumin or turmeric. Yep. That was the last yeah, popular that was thing. Popular. Yeah. So people always say to me like, is hemp a trend or is it just like curcumin? Is it going away very soon? And the next big cool things come out. And I, I think it's not because um, out of all the hot things through the years, every five years, a new thing pops up. Um, this is different because this has a system in our own body. There's an endocannabinoid system there. Yep. There's not a curcumin system. I got to agree with you, man. And it, like, it just, it is, it's going to always, I would imagine just be somewhat, if not strongly related to marijuana. And it's, that's always been in the spotlight mm -hmm. for good. So it's interesting because yeah, the where how the two intersected like marijuana awareness yep. at the same time as hemp awareness yeah. how they're coming together at the same point in time is yeah it's like, definitely historic yeah like if it's dude if you had asked any of us like a decade ago literally just 10 years ago about that people's opinions like my my grandfather who was like, 19 what's that <laughs> i was 19 10 years ago yeah see like like my, my grandfather grew up doesn't even drink alcohol and if you had asked him even five years ago about marijuana he'd be like that's that's not good it's a drug you shouldn't use that and even now he's like 85 he'll be like yeah, it's classified he, as a schedule one narcotic which is the same as heroin yeah, but he'll be even now he's he there's enough you know awareness and change in culture and acceptance of like the real science that he's like, yeah, apparently that's pretty good for you. It really never was that bad. You're like, mm. wow, we are living in the future. Like we're <laughs> living in fucking interesting times now where marijuana is now being commonly accepted as something that's not the devil. Right. Mm -hmm. That's why I think it's like CBD, obviously all the, the benefits of both, but the benefits of CBD as well, but it's, it's tied to marijuana. Like, dude, this stuff is going, is going nowhere. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's interesting though. Cause um, I guess I'm a heretic in that sense because I almost want to call for it to reverse. I almost want to really? keep marijuana illegal because, yes, some people use it properly, which is buy the flower, like a low THC strain yep. and smoke it a little bit and help with anxiety or digestion or whatever you're trying to help with. Um, but I think most people are going to abuse it. They're going to extract it. They're going to make high THC oils. Um, I guess, and, can you say they already have in like Colorado and California where it's like completely recreationally legal? Is that what you're seeing in dispensaries a yeah, lot? Or? All those are, you're going to buy the high THC 80 to hundred uh, percent pens or the, yeah. even the higher strains of marijuana that just have ridiculously high THC. And some of them now don't even have CBD in them or other cannabinoids. Um, they're just trying to get that spike in yeah. THC because that's the psychoactive. Just for the recreational um, purposes. Or edibles. Everyone's heard the story where someone's aunt took an edible and went to the emergency room. Yeah. Like these, they're just so much different than what people remember from Woodstock. I mean, that yeah. used to be 5% THC in the plant matter. Now we're all the way up to 40, 50. Wow. Like it's just, it's a different drug than what the older generation remembers. That's too so, bad. It's just a different, it's, Old marijuana, new marijuana. And You'd if we could have kept old marijuana around, I would be 
opposed i wouldn't be opposed to medical marijuana but with new marijuana um i don't know i mean it doesn't make me hip or cool but i would say you never know marijuana is leading us down a bad rabbit hole yeah well maybe if it ever becomes federally legal they'll in place they could in place regulations to like limit the amount of like federally legal but if you um, give someone a bunch of flour you can they can always extract it at home yeah Hmm. i was extracting when i was seven years old Allegedly. <laughs> I mean, not marijuana. Yeah. Different um, green teas and coffee beans. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Hopefully the culture changes where it's it's less seen as a recreational drug and more of a a health tool or benefit. I mean, hope, I mean culture always takes the longest to change. But um, I would really hope that's, you know, I definitely see your point. I definitely see your point on that. Um, but I don't, I mean, yeah, I guess it's a different conversation. I don't know if that's grounds to keep it illegal um but mm, that's a good point maybe yeah. not grounds to yeah you could always enforce its abuse yeah exactly maybe you'd create more awareness around it um any any other insights on where you think the cbd market or the industry or the culture will lean toward because we're now it's very new but it's popping up in that it, it we're seeing it in athletic well, performance supplements yeah but it, i guess if you're want to know where america is going with it just look at other countries that already have hemp yeah deregulated um and i mean italy every restaurant you go for five extra dollars they'll put hemp they'll put a they'll put all the cannabinoids into your meal so it's really very commonplace and they'll other. just like put cbd oil cannabinoid oil in there yep they'll put like a rich cannabinoid oil having cbd cbg cbn all of them cbc what's their marketing on that Helps with digestion. Uh, just or, they all know it's healthy. Everyone takes it as just a supplement daily. It's just, the European kale. <laughs> is that? <laughs> it's more like a, a multivitamin that works. Wow, <laughs> that's cool. I'll have to next time I'm overseas, I'm gonna have to look into that and see if any of the restaurants have it. If they don't, I'll be like, you guys are on the leading edge, bro. You guys aren't that healthy. <laughs> but uh, where can people find you guys? Uh, truestu.com online marketplace um, okay. just check us out we have a huge learning center lots of videos uh, lots of articles you have you can see all of our products read about them perfect check out our coas yeah check, check see if we're legit um yeah i mean i use your stuff i used it before we were a sponsor for the podcast i'll use it afterward um yeah, man, guys, check out what truest you use. So like true, the word true, truest. Yeah, true, truer, truest. So T-R-U-E-S-T-Y-O-U.com. Same thing on social media. Yep, uh, that's at truest you official. And we also have more of a CrossFit type uh, social media. And then that's at truest hemp. Gotcha. All right. Awesome, man. Appreciate All it. All right, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, brother. One saved around on that conversation that Nick wanted me to emphasize or make sure that I got off to you guys is that CBD isolate. He didn't want to make it come across as if CBD isolate is like an inferior form because oftentimes it's the only choice you have when you're adding it to like a food product. And that's CBD isolate is what we use from Truist in our coffee. Um, so we wanted to make sure what didn't come across like he was bashing cbd isolate but i hope you guys found a lot of value and content in that uh just share with some friends especially around this topic was very educational um rate us five stars or less with some comments on what we can improve on itunes 
because I read them and <laughs> it's the easiest and people are always asking that and it sucks because I haven't even done it myself for a lot of podcasts, but now I do because I know that like that's you increase visibility on the podcast besides also telling friends and they subscribe is leaving a review. So that would be greatly appreciated. Uh, thank you to our sponsors. Thanks to Imam box element 26 and over three labs, of course, truest, truest to you and us. Thanks to you guys for supporting us. Stay frosty. See ya.